Welcome back to the Disney Blooming Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the podcast. This podcast is all about being a woman in our 20s, trying to navigate it the best we can. We talk about all sorts of things from relationships to work, university, graduation, salaries, dropping out of university, just everything that comes with being in our 20s. We interview a guest every week um, about, you know, all these different topics. So if this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe, leave us a review if you have a chance. And yeah, my name's Tess. I'm your host. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. Um, I also co-host occasionally with our social media manager of Busy Blooming, Alexis. It's just me this week, sadly. So you, you guys are stuck with just me. But um, yeah, anyways, I am 24 years old. I live downtown Toronto. I also work nine to five as a marketing manager and Busy Blooming. If you guys are new, if you don't know what it is, I started it in November and it's basically an umbrella of a bunch of different networks and channels for women in their 20s and women in postgrads. So we have a Facebook group, which you should definitely go join if you want. Um, you can post anything you want in there, give people advice, you know, anything that comes with our 20s. There's just posts in there all the time from the community. So we have the Facebook group. We have an Instagram, which we post daily on. We also have someone take over the Instagram every Tuesday. So it's really fun to see like different days in the life, you know, of women in the busy blooming community. Um, we also have a blog with digital downloads, free templates, blog posts, of course. So that's at busyblooming.ca. We have a LinkedIn. And then we also have this podcast, of course, which is the newest um, channel to busy blooming. It's been so much fun. I think this is episode eight or maybe episode nine even it's just flown by and it's been so much fun to have just a bunch of different guests on chatting about what we would tell ourselves at 18 and talking about jobs and school and relationships and yeah it's been a lot of fun so make sure to stick around um for today's episode we have ella on the podcast which i'm so excited for you guys to hear so her and i chatted about um just enjoying the season of life we're in in our 20s and being content and grounded and um dropping out of school and why it's okay to want to work to live rather than live to work which i'm going to talk about a little bit more in a second um but yeah it's a super fun interview she's also known as smiling citrus on youtube and she's an australian youtuber so we chatted of course a little bit about her experience with covid i was just so curious so um yeah anyways that's the interview for today um before we get into it i did just quickly want to chat about um what I mentioned about the idea of working to live versus living to work. Her and I were chatting about it a few days ago for this interview and I've just been thinking about it so much and um, basically what it is is the kind of two schools of thought I guess. Working to live is the idea that you just kind of work your job because you want to live your life and you don't necessarily love your job you're not super passionate about it but you do it because of course we all have to work but you work to live your life and then the other school of thought is that you live to work so you love your job you're passionate about it like you live your life to work your job and I don't know if you would agree with this but I feel like in my opinion the idea of working to live is always looked negatively down upon in a way like people get fed this idea that you need to be a career driven to be successful and success is defined by your title your job and where you work and um I don't know I feel like that is definitely changing quickly I think less and less people are going to do their four-year degree and then work a nine-to-five job I think 
people are really finding freedom in how they define success. And I don't think success has to be defined by your salary and your title and the company you work at and all of those things. I think there's so much more to life. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just something I've been thinking about. So I looked up this article and I thought I'd just share a few interesting tidbits, if you will, about the idea of working to live or living to work. So this article is from The Medium. I'll link it down below. Um, but the they said that basically work to live means that you work so you can allow yourself to enjoy other things in life aside from your job. And live to work is understood that life is based around your work and nothing else. Um, and which one is better is basically the article. So they said that most people work eight hours per day, 40 hours a week, and more than 2,000 hours per year. That's a lot of time, and it's important to spend it wisely. When you are motivated to work so that you can be financially stable and tend to be able to survive, you have you still have to spend hours on something that doesn't excite you. You will do it just because you have to. However, at the same time, be careful how much time you invest in yourself at work. Sometimes living to work means that you're missing out on all the good stuff life can offer you apart from your job. They basically just go through and argue whether you know it's better to work to live or live to work is it better to just live your life and work to you know just because you have to is it or is it better to find a job that you're obsessed with and work all the time and they conclude the article by saying basically at the end they say take your chances and make your work and your life as comfortable as you can after all life is too short to be living without being happy and content with ourselves having a job should not only be about paying the bills it should at least be bearable Remember that you are more than just your work, no matter how much you enjoy it or how good you are at what you're doing. Adulting should not be hard, but it's up to you to make the necessary choices to improve your life. What matters is that you are happy and that you stick to the things that you love and experience life to the fullest. I just love that way they ended the article. I just think it's so true. And I feel like with, you know, hustle culture nowadays and having side hustles and working your way up and getting a raise and promotions and just all of these things. I think a lot of the times we forget how important it is to enjoy life and stick to the things that we love and experience life truly to the fullest as much as we can is so, so important. I think life is just so much more than work and which I don't know, some people might hear this and totally disagree with me. I think this is like a horrible way to live your life and that life is about working and you should be career driven and motivated but I don't truly agree with that I think it's okay to not be career driven I think you can still be a hard-working intelligent smart person and not you know live to work your job I think we get we sometimes associate the word successful with career driven but success has so much more definitions than just our job success is truly just accomplishing what you set out to accomplish if you if you achieve what you value and what you set out to achieve you have achieved success like you are successful so I think don't feel like you have to put yourself in a box of being like a hustler and um working crazy hours and like giving your life to your job if you do want to do those things of course that's amazing and if that is what you value and what you want to do that is great and do those things but I think a lot of the times we feel 
pressured, especially for, for new grads to like put yourself in this corporate box. And I think it's, there's just so much more to life, making memories with your family and your friends and making a home wherever you are and having passions in life, like hobbies and exercise and trying new things and being creative. And I don't know, we just need to take a step back and enjoy life, especially in our twenties at this time. Like life is just so precious and I think these just are truly the good old days for a lot of us is being in our 20s and um yeah there's just our family and our friends and making a home where you are and traveling and getting excited to watch (laughs) The Bachelor with your friends or I don't know like whatever it is I think I think I just wanted to say that you know there's a lot more to life than our jobs and it's okay to not have done your four-year degree and work a nine-to-five because maybe for you that's not what success is defined by and that's great and um yeah anyways that's what I wanted to say (laughs) for this intro um it's just been on my mind a lot lately and I don't I just don't want to come across like living to work is the best way to live your life and working to live is a bad way and a lazy way I think like I said you can be hardworking and intelligent and driven but maybe you're just not those things towards a job which is uh, great and normal and I think um I just wanted to to say all that so anyways (laughs) that's what's been on my mind lately so I thought I'd just share that with you guys I think it goes hand in hand with a lot of the stuff um Ella and I chatted about as well so um yeah I think that's everything from me before we get into the interview without further ado I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get into the interview with Ella Okay, so we're here with Ella. I'm so excited to have you in the podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. We finally got the time down. Well, we'll get into it, but you're in Australia and <laughs> I'm in Toronto. Yeah. So it was, it was a struggle. We made it. The time difference. It's a challenge. So. Yeah, it's a little early for you, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm up with the birds. Um, I can't sleep in because of my nine to five anyway. So it's fine. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. Before we get into everything, do you want to just take a second, introduce yourself, just tell us like what your days look like, who you are, and let's just learn about you. Yeah. So um, my name is Ella. I'm 24 years old. Um, I live in Adelaide, South Australia. Um, I currently work full time at nine to five. Uh, for an insurance company. Um, so I'm a customer service specialist. So I sell and service um, motor, home, landlord policies. Um, and then on the side, I do YouTube and social media. So I have a YouTube channel, which is Smiley Citrus. Um, a lot of vlog content, weeks of my life, Q&As, um, a lot of wedding planning content at the moment. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I love your vlog so much. I feel like we were just trying before this, but you're so just personable. Like, I feel like I know you like just from your channel. Like I just, yeah, I love your content. Thank you. Yeah. I try, try and keep it real um, as much as I can. And really, um, I think it's very easy, especially with social media to see someone living their life. Um, but actually showing the ups and downs of it and kind of what goes on behind the scenes. I think it's really important just to show the reality of life. It's not all sunshines and rainbows all the time. Totally. Yeah. That's so true. Um, okay. So a question that we ask every guest, and I'm so excited to hear your answer on this is if you could go back to yourself at 18, what would you tell that girl at 18? Like, what would you say? Oh my God. Firstly, I'd probably be like, change your outfits. It's like, what are you thinking? 
I know. Oh my I god. I look back on photos. I'm like, oh my gosh. I had like the ripped, like acid wash jeans. Yes. Where it was like basically all holes. Like my Victoria's Secret Peaks jumpers. I was obsessed with it. So good. <laughs> An icon. Um, no, if I could go back and tell 18 year old me anything, it'd probably be just to like relax honestly yeah. just enjoy life not worry too much about the future and like what's to come mm-hmm. I think especially at that age there's so much pressure after high school to like mm-hmm. discover yourself and like find your your calling in life mm-hmm. um and I'm still here like 24 and I still have no idea like where I want to go with my life and I think that's that's exciting like that's the beauty of life um mm-hmm. yeah I'd probably just tell myself just to enjoy it um not stress too much about the future yeah I love that it's so true like I feel like so many of us are like the most stressed out 18 year olds like I don't know I don't know if 18 year olds are still like that nowadays I I feel like they're all on TikTok. I think they're too cool yeah, yeah. that's cool now <laughs> they're living their best <laughs> life on TikTok, TikTok yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god thank god there was no TikTok when we were 18 like I would have just been the cringiest person I know. Like I said, I, we were talking before, like my vlogs, I've been vlogging for so long and like mm-hmm. looking back at 18 year old me and it's just so, it's beautiful to see. Like yeah. I feel like I've changed so much and I'm so glad I documented those memories, but I'm also like cringing. So yeah, <laughs> watching back. I just wanted to kind of get it like a, just for everyone listening, like a rough idea of your story post-grad. I, I mean, of course, everyone who watches your vlogs would know, but could you just give us like a quick rundown of your story to how you got to where you are now? Yeah, so um, I started, well, I finished high school when I was 18, obviously, like I feel like yeah. most people. Um, so I finished school at 18 and I decided that I didn't want to go to university straight away. Um, I wasn't at that point really sure what I wanted to do and I didn't mm-hmm. want to kind of rush into it. Um, so I decided to take a gap year, ended up being a couple of years, Mm -hmm. um, and I moved to Canada, Toronto, actually. Mm So, um, I packed up my bags at 18 years old. I didn't know a single soul, um, which looking back now, it's something I, I, I mean, I couldn't do. Like, (laughs) now that I'm older, I'm like, how, I think because I was young and was, I guess, more brave and just like, didn't have much holding me back not that anything's holding back now but um yeah I had like less ties here so mm-hmm. I was just like ready to to live my best life and so yeah I went there I worked as an au pair um mm-hmm. for a family in just outside of Toronto which is like a, a nanny um essentially so I lived and worked with them for a year and then I did come back to Australia to start university um for a semester and at that point, um, the visa that I was on was kind of running down. So when I first moved over there, it was a two-year visa. It's two years. Mm-hmm. Um, you can never renew it. So I just kind of felt like I was home and I was doing what I should be doing technically or what I thought right. I should be doing and going to uni. I, was, I just felt like I was kind of wasting an opportunity. So I ended up hopping back on a plane after six months and going back to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I had met someone while I was over there. So I moved in with him and his family. And I got a job at Starbucks um, as a barista in downtown Toronto. Um, after that, I ended up coming back to Australia after a couple of years, um, ending that relationship. And um, the last couple of years, I've just been working full time. I decided university just wasn't the pathway for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. And I think it's great for a lot of people, but uh, just the career and the path that I wanted to take didn't really need a degree. And so I just mm-hmm. didn't see the, the point in it. 
Um, so I got a job as a travel agent, mm-hmm. um, which obviously didn't go to plan. Um, so mm-hmm. after a year of doing that with COVID and whatnot, I ended up losing my job, uh, having a couple of months of unemployment. And then here I am now, um, working in insurance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love so much what you said. I, I think going to university, like, just like you said, it, you almost feel like you should do it. And yeah. I feel like nowadays it's, it's becoming less popular. I feel like to do your four-year degree, because I just feel like so, and I, including myself, like, I feel like the jobs that you get into, you really don't need the full like degree. You could just do a certificate or I don't know. It's like, it's such a commitment financially and time-wise, like to do your four years. And a lot of the times you actually don't even need it. So that's so crazy. You just like packed up and went to Canada, like at such a young age too. What was that like moving somewhere where you didn't like know anybody? Like, how did that feel? It was quite liberating. I think like being able to move somewhere and not know anyone and kind of, especially after high school, I feel like you're surrounded by the same kind of people mm-hmm. um, for the last like five years of your life. And so to move to somewhere where like no one knew me and I could kind of create like a, a new little life for myself and just mm-hmm. like be my best self. Um, I think, yeah, it was very liberating. I've also, I was born in England. So mm-hmm. I moved over when I was about 10 years old. And even though like obviously different age, different time in my life, I still had that adjustment period um, as well as my family. So um I was kind of used to it like it didn't it didn't really scare me because I'd already kind of gone through it even at a younger age yeah yeah I think there's something like just so important about going somewhere where you nobody knows you like it's Mm. just truly that's I feel like is when you learn the most about yourself because when we're in high school and you're like have all your friends it's like you just kind of have to almost act the way you were in high school because that's just what people know you as. And it, it's a weird yeah. feeling like to feel that pressure of like, oh, this is just the way I am, I guess. So I'm just going to keep being this way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it was very a liberating experience. And I feel like I really learned so much about myself and like what I wanted in life and who I wanted to be um, during those few years. So taking a step back, like when you were in, in college or university, what was the moment when you were like, okay, this is either like a waste of time or this just isn't for me? Like, what was it that made you say like, okay, this is just not my thing? I don't know if I mentioned, but I studied a Bachelor of Communication and okay. Professional Writing um, at Flinders University here in Adelaide. And at the time it was quite a young degree. Like it was, I think we were the first year to do it. So mm-hmm. I just felt like... um there were things obviously that I was taking away from it but at the end of the day I felt like I couldn't really see a future for me um after the degree I was like what am I gonna use this degree for if that makes sense totally future Mm -hmm. um so I was like there's no point wasting this money and this time like it's such a financial and time commitment um I think I am better off just pursuing a full-time job um and kind of working my way up and discovering what I want to do from there Mm -hmm. was that decision like was it pretty easy to make or did you struggle a lot with like going back and forth like how long did it take you to kind of get to that point I I mean it did because when I first started obviously I like was um in this long distance relationship right like about just moving back to be with this boy like I'm I never wanted to be that that person, like just to make decisions about about a man. Um, <laughs> so, I think in your twenties, like 
I don't think there's a wrong way or a right way to do things. I think everyone's yeah. doing such different things. I know some people, some of my friends who never went to uni, some of them that um, are just graduating now, people are getting married, having kids. Some people mm-hmm. are just, you know, still in university. Everyone's on such a different life path. And I yeah. think, um, yeah, I didn't feel any sense of judgment from any of my friends. My family are also super supportive. Um so long as I was doing something with purpose and I was happy, mm-hmm. I think that that was the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. That's so nice. I think like we just, like like you said, that's what's so weird about being in your 20s. It's like some people are literally having kids, like have a house. And then some people are like working at a restaurant, having fun, like just living their best life. Like not that ha- not having kids is not living your best life, but <laughs> I just, I, it's crazy. Like the diversity of like all these different people, but you're all the same age. Like it's just so weird. Cause when you're like, 17 18 for the most part everyone's kind of living the same life like you're all doing the same thing it's so interesting you're all in school and then you get out and everyone just yeah is on a different life path and I think that's exciting like I think Mm -hmm. that's what makes it fun it would be so boring if everyone did the exact same thing yeah totally you seem like someone who's just so content like when I watch your vlogs it's like you have your amazing fiance and your family's close by you live in a beautiful city like do you ever struggle with like comparison or do you feel like you're genuinely just one of those people who's like you're just content and happy like with your life um definitely I think there's definitely been moments of um comparison I think especially with social media nowadays Mm -hmm. I think it's so easy to compare um your life especially I don't know on Instagram and doing YouTube and stuff and having different opinions Mm -hmm. about like what you should be doing with your life. I think, yeah, it's very easy to compare and get caught up in it, but Mm -hmm. you just have to remember like, or I try and remind myself Mm -hmm. that it's what you're seeing online and what you hear from other people, like people are just sharing the best bits of their life. And Mm -hmm. as great as that is, um, that's not the whole picture. Uh, And I think, like I said, like you're, everyone's on their own journey, everyone's, um, doing their own thing and I think it would be really really boring if we were all doing the same thing so just being content in that and just enjoying the season of life that I'm in and um Mm -hmm. yeah just enjoying it for what it is yeah totally there's like this do you watch the office have you seen it seen it yeah yeah there's like this quote at the end and they're like um I wish there was a way to know that you're in the good old days and I just feel like it's so true like not saying that our 20s are like the best days of our life but I just feel like with social media and with comparison like we do get caught up a lot of like you know wanting to be rushed to like figure out your life and do all these things but we probably are in like the good old days for a lot of us and this is like such a special time like this decade of your 20s like it's just such a unique freeing time for a lot of us and it's hard to like enjoy it like you said and like just be content with where you're at and enjoy your season of life I, I love that are you someone who feels like you need to be like super passionate about your job or do you think it's okay to just have a job and then like live your life outside of work I feel like a lot of times these days we see like just so much stuff on social media about like needing to find like your perfect job and like you know finding the perfect career and all this stuff but like what do you like what do you think about all that yeah so um I'm a huge proponent of just doing what makes you happy Mm -hmm. and I think some people find their purpose and fulfillment in their job and in their career and I think that's great um that's personally never been something that I have found um I definitely at this point in my life and maybe this will change I just 
kind of work to live and enjoy my life outside of work I agree I I think I started this new role and it's like been pretty stressful and I watched this video on YouTube and the title was something like you're working too hard at your job or like you care too much about your job or something and they were talking about how like you're so replaceable as an employee and like it's just so important to like not overwork like what you're being paid to do and like not caring so much it's like affecting your mental health about your job because it's like they could replace you in a minute (laughs) so yeah exactly which I think is sometimes not like people can see that as like a bad mindset but I just think it's it's an important reminder too like it's okay to not like find your life's purpose in your job like if you're one of those people who's who doesn't really know what they want to do or isn't in a job that they like love and are excited to work at every day like I think that's very normal and actually healthy probably yeah I think um I think when you're so passionate about your job and your career um it becomes like your your whole life and I think that's Mm -hmm. great and for some people they they get so much from that um but I know just for myself like having that work-life balance is so important and it's not to say that if you aren't like I don't want to say career driven but you you know you can have drive and it's not to say that I don't um want to succeed and do the best at my job um and develop and grow um I just don't I I want to do that because of reasons outside of work if that makes sense mm-hmm. like either fi- financial gain or I just don't get satisfaction from from my job it <laughs> sounds so bad it doesn't but it shouldn't like I I think that it's like that thing where if you're an early morning if you're an early riser, you seem super productive, but if you're someone who stays up late, like that's bad for some reason, it's kind yeah. of the same thing. Like it, it doesn't, it's not bad. It's not at all. And I think it's really normal and it, it shouldn't be this like horrible mm-hmm. thing to be like, my job's great. I'm a, I'm good at it. I'm a hard worker, but I don't love it. I don't find fulf- like fulfillment from it. I think that's okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, there's so many like different schools of thought with stuff like this, and especially in your twenties. Like some people say you should never work a nine to five in your twenties and you should just like take your twenties off and travel. And I don't know, but then other people are like, this is the time to build your career. So everyone's just so different. And and to your first point, like you just need to do what makes you happy. Exactly. Yeah. There's no right or wrong way to do things. Totally. Which is so liberating. It's so true. Like there is no wrong way to do things. And like, yeah, you can just do a job and go home and live your best life outside of work. Like that's a great exactly. life <laughs> yeah there's a lot more to life than work <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah you'd hope so yeah yeah hopefully <laughs> <laughs> okay I would love to chat to you about your relationship and just relationships in our 20s in general I could you first tell us about Nick like tell us about your current relationship you just recently got engaged I guess six months ago like just give yeah, us all the details six months I know six months flies by I can't yeah. believe it um yeah so I met Nick uh three and a half years ago now um we actually met on tinder okay a, a modern love story yeah I love it <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone meets each other these days totally. um and at the time I had actually I was probably three or four months out of a pretty serious relationship and at that point I was just trying to focus on myself I feel like mm-hmm. this is, you know, when you yeah. least expect it they come around and yeah I was just ready to live my best single life um really focus on myself and I had been doing that for several months and then I um ended up going on tinder just to see what was out there and like chat to people 
um, ended up coming across him and um, yeah, the rest is, rest is history. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I love how you guys met on Tinder. I feel like so many people like shy away from saying that. They're like, oh, we met through mutual friends, but you just, you own it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I did. I won't, I won't lie. In the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, like we have some mutual friends and we like just met. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, we met on Tinder. Yeah. yeah. It's, I feel like people our age get it, but totally. explaining it to the older generation, they're like, oh, you met online. Like my mom says, oh, they met online. Like it just sounds <laughs> it's like e harmony. You know, like yeah. I'm like, mom, no, it's Tinder. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know how else, like Storm and I met in, in university, but once you kind of are at a university age, like, I don't know where else you would meet people. Like, I guess. I know. In the wild? Like, I don't know. Out, out there. <laughs> yeah. At a bar. bar. Like, yeah. I don't know how people do it. I, I kind of make friends, um, at, like, post-grad, post-high school. Yeah. Like, finding people um, our age and making friends is so difficult. I don't know how you meet someone yeah even meeting like one friend is hard like how could you possibly yeah. meet like a future life partner <laughs> yeah it's it's difficult yeah thank god yeah. for tinder <laughs> yeah yeah so how you're 24 and so we're already 24 when you got engaged as well yes yeah so I will be 25 in October okay yeah did you ever picture yourself like getting married around this age is it kind of like what you always thought no, no I thought I'd be a lot older um yeah I feel like I everyone has a plan for themselves when you're totally. like 27 I'll be married like 29 I'll have my first kid like buy a house do that whole thing yeah um yeah I never imagined being like I guess 24 25 um and getting married but life life works in serious ways yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so true I feel like the when we're like 12 or 13 you're like I'll be married by the time I'm 20 like 20 is so old and then then when you're like 23 you're like oh my god like 23 like you know it's just so funny how your perspective changes Um, yeah and then you are 24 25 and you're like how like I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing (laughs) I know I keep rotating back between feeling really old and then feeling really young like it just it did, it's such a weird thing like when I go on TikTok I've never felt older in my entire life <laughs> and then when I go to work I'm like I'm so young like it's just so such young. a weird thing when you go yeah. out to like bars or like people are getting drunk and you're like oh my god they're so young but I remember being that age and seeing like 25 year olds out and I'm like what are you doing like go home and now I'm like no like I'm still young <laughs> <laughs> you're like these are my best years ahead of me okay yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So when you met Nick, like, did you know, like, right away, we're like, okay, this is like the guy for me? Or like, was it that kind of feeling you hear people talk about, like, when you know, you know, or like, what was that like? Um, I don't think it was one, like, immediate feeling. I think um, early on, we just had a really great, genuine connection. And it was just so effortless and so easy, mm-hmm. in, like the best way possible. Um. And then from there, I think just going through life and experiencing different things, traveling and um, my family uh, went through a really difficult couple of years, like just after we met and having him there um, as like a support, not only for me, but also to my family as well. I think Mm -hmm. seeing him in that situation and just navigating that with him, um, I think, yeah, it just really showed me like this, this is the man for for me. Totally. I think it's almost like when you stop 
wondering it's almost when you know like when you're not constantly asking yourself like is this the one like you kind of just do know it's just it's just a fact like it's just yeah yeah they're like family yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah so I think I don't know being 24 and engaged getting married I feel like it's such a contrast when you go on like social media and people in New York or LA like they're 30 and they're like I could never you know get married it's like what do you think about that whole idea of like people have such different ideas of like you know you're either need to be married when you're 20 or you need to never be married until you're like 35 like what do you think about that yeah I think it again this comes back to like you do you like yeah you do what's right for you and whatever feels right I like I said didn't imagine myself being engaged and married by the time I'm 25 but that's Mm -hmm. just how it's worked out and I don't think there's any right way or wrong way to do things um I guess there was a certain pressure especially um after leaving like a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. like this pressure to be single and to like focus on yourself Mm -hmm. but I I don't think like I think everything happens for a reason I don't think Mm -hmm. you can plan these things um I think these things happen when you least expect it mm-hmm. um and just to embrace that and not get too tied down and like doing what you think you should be doing and mm-hmm. actually just just living it and just going with the flow and experiencing whatever I think whatever is meant to be will be um I just go with it yeah totally it's like we think we have so much control and then stuff happens and you look back you're like five years ago I never would have thought like I'd be here and it's just yeah. so funny how it always works out that way yeah absolutely yeah I'm sure when we're 30 we'll be looking back and be like I thought I knew in 25 like what I'd be doing yeah. <laughs> I had no idea exactly so naive <laughs> yeah <laughs> from what you've gone through like being in a serious relationship and then kind of single for a while and then into another you know your forever relationship like what have you learned do you think about relationships and just yourself like in your 20s so far yeah I think I have really had like the best of the best in terms of relationships with Nick and then probably like the worst of the worst of my previous relationship and so I feel like coming from that I really as toxic as it was and as like relieved as I was to get out of that relationship I feel like I it was such a learning experience I learned so much about who I was and what I want in Mm -hmm. life um and what I want in my next relationship. And I think mm-hmm. that's why my relationship with Nick is so great and is so healthy because I had really um, strong ideas of what I wanted. I literally found the other day um, in my notepad, like I have this book and I'd written a note after my previous relationship and I had like a list of like 10 things I wanted in my next relationship and I was going through it. And it was, I was like, check, check. Like Nick is literally every single one of them. I feel no like way. I manifested them then. It was oh so my God. weird yeah um yeah it just had such a greater understanding of who I was and um, what I think a healthy relationship should be so as awful as the experience was um coming out of it like not all of it obviously yeah um but after ending it and like reflecting I feel like I had such a better understanding of of what I wanted in my next partner and my relationship and how I wanted it to be yeah I love that you had like a full list like that's so cool I think like it's 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 more like would you say it's more important to know what you don't want almost than like what you want I don't think no one's ever going to be the perfect person like there's Mm going to be things that um rub you the wrong way like Nick he's annoying I'm annoying there's things (laughs) that we do um that annoy the other person I think that's so normal no one's ever going to be the perfect person Mm -hmm. for you and there's always going to be something that you can find to 
um, be like, no, this isn't it. This isn't the person for me. Going through relationships and experiences. Um, I think every relationship that you go through is an experience and it kind of determines what, what you don't want. No, I, I think it's true. Like no one's going to be perfect. Like there's always yeah. things that you're not going to like about somebody. It, you just have to kind of pick the things that aren't going to be exactly what you want and like can you deal with those things yeah Yeah. the deal breakers and what you won't stand for and what you don't want in a person um and all those little things like are they the end of the world absolutely not can you compromise can you learn to live with it um but I think the bigger things the things that are important and like your common values and your goals in life I think is Mm -hmm. what makes a relationship and what makes it um shows like the longevity of it for sure yeah yeah it's so true like as long as the things are like small and I think like you know there's probably things from their perspective about us that you know it's not perfect I'm like probably not but (laughs) (laughs) but maybe no yeah perfect (laughs) but yeah there's definitely things like nobody's perfect and it's just I don't know I think you almost get fed this idea like you're just going to meet somebody and know right away and they're going to be this perfect person but it's truly I don't think possible like relationships just aren't perfect like there's highs and lows and there's times when things aren't you know all happy all the time and it's very like healthy and normal and great yeah it's I think it's about finding um those like making the most of those happy times and finding the support in each other during those tough times yeah Um, if you can't if you can't get through those those tough times yeah yeah (laughs) I feel like you do like deep, deep down, always know when you're with someone wrong. Like it's just, it's just like indescribable feeling. Like you could be telling people like, this is so great. It's perfect. But you just, I don't know. I just feel like you just know, like deep, deep, it's deep a down feeling. Yeah. yeah. There's things that you just kind of glaze over and you're like, oh, maybe it will get better. Or maybe that's not important. Or maybe I was, you know, overreacting or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But I think eventually it comes to a head. Um, and I, yeah, I, I do agree. I think it's always like a, a gut feeling deep down that you know this isn't like the right person for me long term. Mm-hmm. And I feel like vice versa, like then deep, deep down, you know, it is the right person. Like I think it goes both ways. Yeah. 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 Also just wanted to ask you, like, you just seem like someone who's very grounded. Like you seem like, you know, you're enjoying the season of life you're in. Like, do you have any advice or tips on like how to stay grounded and not always be like comparing yourself and just worrying about what to do next like how do you just kind of stay content and stay grounded in in what you're doing right now I think it's really easy and I still have to remind myself even now just to enjoy this chapter and enjoy the moment I'm in I think it's so easy to get caught up in the next stage and like working towards the next the next thing and Mm -hmm. you know you can either be nervous about it or you can be so excited and you're just like so hyper focused on it but at the end of the day like looking back even a few years ago I'm like those were some of the best years and I Mm -hmm. was just worried about what was to come and I wasn't actually like enjoying it wholeheartedly so just constantly reminding myself of that I think surrounding yourself with good people as well Mm -hmm. I have a really great family really great friends um that keep me grounded and like remind me of what's important um but it is hard it's really hard I think especially with our generation like we're I guess with this like hustle culture and like all of the like being goal orientated and you're Mm -hmm. striving to be your best self and I think that's great and that's amazing but you should also just enjoy the journey as Mm -hmm. well 
Yeah. I love that. It's so true. Like this productivity goal setting, like it's truly like a trend in a weird way. Like it's, um, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I definitely have found myself like getting too much into it where you're like, okay, Sunday is going to be the most productive day ever. I'm going to make my to-do list and vlog and do all these things. And it's like, you're, I felt like I wasn't like enjoying where I'm at. Like I wasn't enjoying my time because I was just trying to get all this stuff done. And it's, you're not listening to what you feel like doing at all. Like you're just doing things. Yeah, you feel like going you through be. the motions. Yeah. 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 It, I think it's like a balance. Like sometimes like, and I'm sure you can relate to this, like with YouTube and working a full-time job, like sometimes you just do feel a lot more inspired and productive and like motivated. And sometimes you don't. And I think it's important to act on the way you feel like don't push yourself to keep doing things when you don't feel like it. it's, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen to your body listen to your mind and um I guess make the most of the opportunities when you do feel motivated and inspired and make the best of it um so yeah if you're not if your heart's not in it I think that really shows through um particularly with like social media or in your job or whatever it may be whatever your your passion is um it definitely shows through when your your heart's not in it mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like even at work what I've been trying to do lately is like I'll but the days I am feeling like super productive and motivated, I try to just get like as much done as possible because maybe like chill a little bit more another day. I think that's like a similar thing, like to act on the times when you are feeling like super motivated. Yeah. It's the same with like going back to people being like a morning person or a night person, like yeah. finding that, that time where you're, you know, you're so focused and you're, you're most productive. Um, yeah. I think that goes the same with, with everything. Yeah just for the people who like are late night people or night owls like I feel like they get such a bad rep <laughs> I know like you're not productive why aren't you waking up at 5 a.m yeah okay I also am just like dying to talk to you about your experience with COVID in Australia I feel like I think you are the only person I know who lives in Australia and you guys have just truly been thriving like what has it been like for you like going through COVID and just like what has that been like yeah so obviously we've been so so fortunate here I definitely um yeah feel so lucky to live mm -hmm. where I do um particularly in Adelaide we really haven't had any major lockdowns it's a little bit different like it varies from city to city here so um in Melbourne and Sydney um at the moment there's there's a bit of a lockdown because they have an outbreak so basically the government's like stance on it is as soon as there's COVID anywhere we're just locked down yeah um yeah. before it gets out of control um and starts like impacting our lives so yeah we had like a three-day lockdown a little three-day stint here in Adelaide and then we got back to like living our best lives again um everything is pretty much back to normal other than travel is obviously a little <laughs> little ways away um and obviously after like the, that was the initial um people losing their jobs and um the uncertainty of it but now like what is it almost a year and a half later yeah um yeah we're all pretty much back back to normal the economy's thriving um yeah. there's lots of jobs we're able to to go out and dance drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad I feel like I'm rubbing it no oh my god no I it's so like the contrast is so crazy I feel like when you're on social media you'll see people in Australia like at bars and clubs you're like oh my god I forgot that like people are living normal life still it's so weird yeah. but so 
in like March, 2020, like when everything was kind of, I'm sure like, I'm, of course it was like everyone in the news, like social media everywhere. Like, what was it like then for you? Was it like open? Yeah. So it was kind of like a stay at home, not order, but there mm-hmm. was just like, stay at home as much as you can. We could go out to exercise, um, try and keep contact with other people to a minimum, I think at that point, I don't know, there's been so many rules and regulations and like mm-hmm. ups and downs. I'm trying to think back, but um, I think you were allowed like one or two visitors in your home. Um, and it was about like six to eight weeks of that back in March of 2020. And then it slowly just opened, opened up. So um, now we're back at full, full capacity most places. Um, we have like the QR code system. So before we go into like a business, we scan our phones to show that we've checked in. So then if there is COVID in those places, they can contact trace and isolate those people. So the whole city doesn't have to go into lockdown. Um, It's just like the select people that have been in contact with the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Did you ever have, like, do you guys have to wear masks? Um, No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. (laughs) There was one point um, when we had a three-day lockdown that we did have to wear masks um and there are still masks um they have to be worn at like stadiums when you're going to and from the stadium not while you're seated uh but other than that and also on uh, public transport they mm-hmm. did recommend them for a while but yeah not not anymore yeah. I mean it's different for for other places so like um in Victoria they had quite harsh lockdowns for for several months where they basically couldn't leave their mm-hmm. homes um, like many other places so I can only speak from my experience because it mm-hmm. is varied across Australia but as a whole for the most part yeah we've been very very lucky yeah yeah I guess I shouldn't generalize Australia is such a big place I feel like there's so many of us it's so foreign like oh Australia it's like one big you know <laughs> just place one big desert yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. do you guys have to get like vaccinated or is it like you don't have to um I'm not sure if I don't think it's like required Mm -hmm. um basically with the vaccinations right now they're rolling them out quite slowly I think because we haven't been as heavily impacted Mm -hmm. as other countries um I guess we're kind of just more relaxed about it as a whole I don't think there's a sense of urgency to that we need the vaccination to get back to normal life so they're rolling out a lot slower than they probably should. I think we're um, they're doing it for people 40 years and over at the moment. Okay. So, yeah, a little slower than some other countries. I know in America, like, everyone's pretty much vaccinated, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> it's like football stadiums. If people get vaccinated, it's so crazy. Yeah. They they really, like, did a 180. Like, they were, like, the worst. And then they were open so fast. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy how fast stuff yeah. changes, but. Okay. Well, I think that was everything I wanted to chat to you about. It was so fun. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so so much for having me. Yeah. So where can people find you? Like just plug all your stuff. Um, so my username pretty much everywhere is just smiley citrus. So smiley citrus as in like the citrus fruit. (laughs) People always think it's related to Hannah Montana, like Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. See the connection. No, it's just Smiley Citrus um, on Instagram, YouTube. I have Twitter. (laughs) Cool. People use Twitter anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Every time I go on Twitter, I'm like, I need to get off of here. Like this is too much. Yeah. It's toxic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. Everyone go subscribe. Check out our vlogs. I love your vlogs. I'm such a huge fan. So um, 
Thank yeah. you. Well, thanks for being the podcast, and um, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.